0: This episode of Global Impact is brought to you by Support DDS. Support DDS provides dental offices with complete front desk support that includes insurance verification, billing and collections, and reactivation of patients. Sign up for no contract services today on supportdds.com.
1: Hi, this is JW Oliver with Global Impact, empowering and showing people how to make a difference with their businesses in the world today. And I am super excited. Miss Janice Hurley has actually graced me with a few minutes of her Ah. time. And I know (laughs) how busy she is. Janice, thank you for coming on. And how are you today?
2: Oh, my pleasure. I'm fantastic. Not near as busy as you are uh, globetrotting all over uh so, yeah just so that's pretty amazing uh zambia is how many hours away from
1: here oh zimbabwe yeah well it's zimbabwe. Uh, it's about uh, 26 hours in a plane so it's uh yeah you got about yeah. 16 and then six and then two so yeah it's a it's quite a flight. but uh but the one thing i could use is i could use your image expert uh you know i i found myself in my as as we were just speaking in my my Lululemon shorts and my t-shirts too often. And uh, maybe, maybe I need to pick it up a little bit. Nah,
2: you you
1: be you, huh? Hey, you sound like Craig Groeschel now. I was listening to one of his podcasts and uh, and he says, uh, you be you. And I think that's so true. Everybody needs to learn how to be you. Well, tell us, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. You just made a big move. You were in Southern California, big change. You've now moved to northern california tell us tell us a little bit about that change and why you did it
2: yeah yeah i am the parent of four grown children and those three grown children that were in southern california carlsbad area i stayed there for seven years and got to see them and the grandchildren and realized recently that the other children or child my daughter jennifer up here in the northern california area almost to the oregon border She has six children and they were growing up fast so I decided to move in January and it was a done deal by April bought a home sight unseen it was under five feet of snow I'm a southern California girl but sometimes you just um you know it's time and it it was time there's nothing like actually showing up um there's nothing like showing up to see really what's going on. It's like you recently sent Brenda, right? She's your teaching director Yep. Um, to Zimbabwe. And nothing like her, this is her second time, but nothing yeah, like showing up. Right? So, nothing like actually just seeing it for yourself. So, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm here.
1: Well, I applaud that. I think uh, we... Too often in our lives, get too busy with our work and all of our stuff and my stuff and my priorities and the fact that you recognize that uh, you you had grandkids growing up that uh, needed their grandmother as well, and I think that's really yeah. cool. I, I just really, I mean, I really think that's one of the coolest things that I've seen is just uprooting and saying uh, I'm going to make a move. And you brought you did bring your 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 other your fifth child with you as well too. Uh, Cora is there.
2: Cora. So, anybody that owns an australian shepherd they would have done the same we're we're aussie lovers for sure so yeah well i've got
1: i don't we our our little mutt out of chip is 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 some sort of an australian shepherd we know i saw that with a pekingese tail so we're not quite sure what's going on there Well, Janice, tell us a little bit about what you do. I mean, you, sure. you do a, a lot of coaching. You do a lot of uh, image consulting. Uh, you, you're you're uh, you're the queen of social media for sure. You you've got really cool <laughs> stuff, and you know a lot hey. of people I see, I'm like blocking them because I don't want to watch them anymore. But uh, you're one of <laughs> those that I, and i and, and I think you probably I probably drive you crazy because I comment on all your stuff as well. So, uh, uh, but no, you, you made you me have, laugh. So. You got interesting if you make me laugh,
2: we're good. Or you get yeah. my irony or you get the fact that I'm most of the time just making fun of myself. So I'm a practice management consultant for dentists for 32 years. I go and work in their um, offices. I go quarterly so I can see firsthand. I can show up uh, what's going on with their systems. And I make sure that part of that is listening to their recorded phone calls so that aspect of how the phone is answered and how new patients are processed is a big part. And then I speak at the dental meetings large dental meetings have for 20 years originally it was only on the topic of um, best practices in dentistry and then, as I started my program to show. Before and afters of what the doctors look like after they got my input or the staff input, people in the audience would say, "Can you come help me with that?" So I now speak a great deal on confidence and image, people's perception. Um, the idea that confidence is very different than ego, uh, wouldn't you say?
1: Um, oh, absolutely. That, I mean, there's, I think yeah. there's a there's a way that exudes uh, confidence in in your in your demeanor, the way you carry yourself, and it, it it's definitely not. Uh, you know, haughty pride and ego that's popping up hey. in there as well. Right. I mean, there's 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 a way. And and a matter of fact, it was I was just telling you, I listened to uh, this Craig Grochelle podcast and it was it was talking about in sales and in your business, you have to come across confident, not salesy and not high-pitched voices. Oh, I got this great special for you, but you have to have confidence. Hey. And and I think that's what in a dental practice it, it definitely is, you know, sometimes we hate the word sales in dental, but that's what it is, right? You, you've gotta be able to uh, uh, convey to your, your prospective patients what it is you're, you're doing for them and changing their lives as well.
2: What you're really working towards is a transfer of trust and we feel each other's energy. Maybe we feel it a little bit less, you and I, if we're having a Zoom call or, or a recording, but still you can tell. And the need to interrupt or the need to push too hard, Actually, turns people away versus connects them to you. So, yeah.
1: Yep, that's exactly right. Well, I, w- one thing we talked about doing today was, or talking about, is you know, you you know what we do. You know, Brenda, you kind of know what our what our role is, and uh, you know, where we're we're we're, di- we're we're different at Support DDS in uh, our objective is we're not doing what I say is 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 piecemeal work or contract. You know we don't we don't just do insurance verification or we're not just doing recare or we're not doing scheduling. We we actually provide full-time resources so somebody can have somebody working 40 hours a week in their office. And and lately it 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 really is evident and by the growth we've seen is there's just a lack of of resources and team members for people to bring into their offices. What do you see and, and and especially I'm talking in the last Uh, six to 12 months, what have you seen out there and, and what are these obstacles to hiring that you've seen?
2: You know, it's like no other time. And we don't have strong facts and information that what kind of precedence this is eventually going to take. I think this is all new, JW. I think this is very different because when we had the lockdown with COVID, people adjusted. So that meant that maybe they had to adjust to their spouse now being home and laid off. Maybe they had to adjust to the fact that daycare was closed. Maybe they had to adjust to the fact that someone got sick or that they had to be the uh, primary caregiver. But what was norm before for all of our team members that have most of their lives had a regular job, whether it was in this practice or another, that drastically changed. And then there was um, supplemental income, but people were homeschooling. And I think once they figured out that they could do it in any way possible without going to work, we reduced the number of people that were interested in doing so. So you and I talked about, that's my honest opinion. And that goes across for hygienists, dental assistants, even some some dentists. Do you know that only about 74% of the private Uh, dental practices opened back up about 84% uh, practices opened up, but they were corporate. So a different, just a little little different business model there. And sometimes there were people that just chose not to put that energy and effort in to come back. And, and, and so they changed who I did see rebound. And originally when we first opened up, they had more business um, than usual were those practices that had good relations with their team all along. And they were particularly offices that were clear about their mission as a whole, as to how they treated patients and how they treat each other. But they were also involved in...
0: Is your dental office overwhelmed with scheduling, billing, and even insurance verification? Sign up with Support DDS on a non-contract basis for all your dental office support services. Sign up for a free 30-minute consultation with our team members on supportdds.com and we will make a customized plan just for you.
2: In service or items that were bigger than them, they were, depending on the passion of the business owner, if they loved big brother, big sister, they were involved there. If they had a spouse that had survived cancer, maybe they were involved in the cancer walk, but their team as a whole participated in other things that they knew their employer truly, honestly cared about. And if they, there had been breaches in trust, we're going to bring up that issue of trust again. If there had been breaches in trust between the employer and the employee pertaining to bonus, number of hours worked, or when we first kind of shut down for COVID, then they were more likely to be team members that didn't come back. And right now, I my clients in Augusta, Georgia, Medford, Oregon, Sonora, California, doesn't matter where they're at, there is a true, true shortage. So the ones that survived did the best, in my experience, kept the existing team that they had together and they kept really good contact with them when they were shut down.
1: Yeah, we 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 touched base on that a little bit and people, whether it's a dental office or whether it's a traditional business or whether you own your own business, people want to be part of something greater, right? They want to be part of something more than just, I go to work, I get my paycheck, you know, they give me the benefits they want to be part of something that's either doing something for all of the team members at their office, the local community, or, or even a global community, whether that's through uh, a Christian ministry, which which we're a part of, or whether that's through, like you said, big brothers and sisters. Uh, you you talked about your daughter's business and that it had really just taken off. and uh, they give uh, back to local ministries there. and uh, tell t- tell a little bit about what they're doing. That was an interesting story.
2: Sure. She inadvertently um, felt the call to step in. Um, on foster care so she already had four biological children of her own she's very active she and her husband in their their church and they got involved in foster care what they thought was temporarily so four years later they um, had taken in many children but uh, in January while I was there in January they uh, legally adopted two boys two twins that had been there two years that had been so neglected The back of their heads are flat because they'd never been picked up. They have speech impediments. The parents had alcohol um, syndrome. And so they couldn't use their hands. I mean, you know, the neglect was was pretty unbelievable. But anyway, she has a passion. So here's, here's the thing. Thanks for letting me talk about this. You know who she's the most passionate and direct with? It's the church members. She believes that they can't possibly in good conscience call themselves a Christians or, or feel that they're doing God's work, you know, and, and, um, you know, write for life, go crazy on that. But, oh, gee, how about the kids we already have in place? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? So it's not that everybody can take some children in, but there will be something you can do. So the piece that they do is um, they have a a farm, uh, 14 acres, and they raise pasture raised pork and their uh, uh, company is called Pastures of Grace. And it's literally uh, Mark, her husband, herself, and the four grown children, you know, ages uh, 15, 16, and 12 and 10, they do all the, the work, and but they give back uh, 10% of anything that comes in. So people go online and they they order the, the pork throughout the United States, and they don't give back 51% like you do, but, um, they, and it's not just the profit that they're figuring out the 10% on, it's 10% it's on the, the gross mean, Which is a lot. It's yeah. on the gross, yeah. Which yeah. you and I know is different, right? So, yeah. but they give that, um, they give that back. But, and, and one more thing, if you let me tell family stories. I have a younger brother, Gary Haugen and he started International Justice Mission. And it was a, he was an a, attorney, a Harvard grad, University of Chicago Law School, worked for the Justice Department. And I remember him being in my parents' living room and saying that he uh, felt that there were churches and entities that were feeding people and giving them homes, but nobody was speaking up for the widow, nobody was speaking up for the orphan. And so his first rescue, the person that he rescued, because um, it went over uh, to Nairobi, Kenya, was Stephen O'Lang. And um, I eventually put Stephen O'Lang's son through college and helped his wife with different things, but it's a small world. But the point of the story being my brother, Gary started out when it was just him and one other attorney that he knew, and they got paid almost nothing. And it's 16 years later, and they have a waiting list of about 50 people, um, excuse me, for every job that they fill now, um, they have about 50 people on that interview for that job. So there are attorneys or they are past CIA agents or they're um, social workers, people that are skilled. And um, so IJM here in the United States has almost 175 people. But when they started, there was very few, hardly getting paid. And that's your brother. That's my brother.
1: Wow, I've read, I know, I mean, I've read all about the IJM. I mean, I didn't have no idea that- My little brother. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
2: So he was uh, he's, he was at, at Harvard and he was in the the cafeteria and there was a sign that said Christians were killing other Christians and he's like how is that possible and then um, he went to South Africa and actually helped write something that Bishop Tutu gave but there were during the coups and so forth there were people young men they kill young men shot outside his home. Um, So it was very real to him that he had been raised with a privilege and he was a strong Christian. Um, And side note, um, to be a part of IJM, they're required to have an hour of prayer in the morning. And it's not to adhere to some uh, dictate. It's that my brother believes they're going to deal with so much darkness, so much evil because he's the number one authority unfortunately on child prostitution slave labor that's what they deal with so he's been on the oprah show he's had the people um dateline anyway. and but on the Oprah show who they brought in were the spouses of some of these the um Americans that went over to um, Thailand, et cetera, and had to pretend that they were buying these children. And so it's the post-traumatic stress that the the wives were having to talk about that their husbands came home with. But anyway, this prayer, this required prayer of an hour in the morning is just to gird yourself against the evil that you're gonna talk about and face. But to tie it back to what you asked me about, you said it better than I did when you said people want to be part of something bigger. And so those, those are the two family examples that I have. I, well, I, I don't function here on the scale they do. And and my
1: guess is, I mean, I don't have any idea, but even places like IJM, those, those typically aren't the highest paid jobs, right? Those aren't usually no, no. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm going to get that job because it's, it's got the most benefits and highest paid. They're doing it because they want to be part of something greater. You know, they, they're, Harvard grads, they're, they're very, they're almost all Ivy
2: League. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my brother,
2: my brother went at Harvard when he gave the, whatever you give the speech at the end when people graduate, who was on the podium with him was uh, Mother Teresa. I love this story. And Mother Teresa had to be on a box. Um, JW for people to see her. She leaned over and looked at these graduates um, from Harvard and said that they were the saddest people, the most empty people she'd ever seen because these, they were going to take what they were used for their own profit. The woman didn't, you know, mind uh, saying what she needed to say, but yeah, yeah. People come and work for IJM because they want to make a difference. And um, that's true.
1: You know, you might not have known that, but I went to Harvard over the West.
2: (laughs) And that was?
1: Phoenix Online, uh, (laughs) Phoenix Online University. (laughs) That's that's from the old, uh, that that movie Intern, but I think that's the funniest thing. I kept saying Harvard, like, man, they wouldn't even invite me to the campus to donate money. There's a, (laughs) no, 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 we don't need you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's incredible. But I do think it's so true that... uh, we we get caught you know i am a big believer that we just get caught up in our own day to day we get caught up in our own crap and we we just we look up and the week's gone by or the day or the year and 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 we yeah. realize you know what what have i really done to make a difference what have i done that that's going to going to turn the needle so to speak or what's going to change the the way we look on it and everybody loves to tweet and talk about their opinions and get caught up in PC culture and politics, but sometimes you got to ask yourself, man, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing to make a difference? And um, I think that's what we offer and, you know, kind of coming back full circle there's, there's obviously an issue with hiring, whether it's just, uh, I was talking to a dental office recently in Florida that said they had 12 interviews set up for somebody at their front front desk position. And one showed up to the interviews one,
2: and, and so that behavior has been over the last year and a half, and we we didn't used to see that, JW. We didn't used to see that.
1: And I just think that is that's got to be incredible because if it's happening in the dental side, it's happening in across all forms of of business, right? Not just yes. in the dental yes. industry itself, no. but um, and I think that's what's kind of cool. We've I'll never forget um, uh, we had a doctor who about a year ago hired one, and they went through the interview process of hiring a team member and
2: one of your team members one of one of our TBS's. team members yeah it
1: okay. was a, a dental a dental office and uh, uh matter of fact they were in uh washington state and they were going through the process and they hired one and it was so cool because he was a strong christian big believer that they wanted to give back and i'll never forget he he took a video of him and, and two of his staff members and they said we have decided on melinda <laughs> and they all cheered and then so uh, I think it was, uh, it was Rob actually was able to send that video to the girl that got hired and go, oh. you got the job. So I, I think, in, in and the reason I told you that story is because the whole office was rallying around the fact that they were gonna be able to not only bring on a very qual- you know, it's not like you're doing, um, no. I you, you know, not it's doing not a charity, charity work. It's not, no. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're hiring it. somebody who's usually, sad to say, as good or better than maybe the people that are in your office. So we say it elevates your front team members, allow them to do the work, handle the yes. client facing, be able to give better customer service and let somebody else handle the back end and, and be a part of the ministry, which uh, uh, as you can see is a, a big part of. Man, you got like a, a DNA for this. Your your daughter with with her Pastures of Grace and your younger brother with IJM. I'm, I, I, I'm, I think I might have to pay you for just coming on
2: here now. I feel like <laughs>
1: I'm getting next to celebrities.
2: I don't know how I even get to be part of the equation, actually. I've got another brother's chief of pediatrics at Kaiser, and he's a pediatrician that goes and serves in all those remote places that he says, actually, most of your skills are just to try and keep the baby alive or see which ones are going to work and which are not. And um, But no, to, we, we all have skills. We all have gifts. And, and really, it's hit me recently. Um, just about slowing down and listening to whoever is brought into your life that somehow that day, that moment in time needs listening to. And so um, I, I'm sure we're both content to err on the side of being overachievers And whatever it is that we do. And, and right now overachieving for me is just being present, just being present, just being present. And that can have a very calming effect on people.
1: A real quick, funny story. There's a pastor in Corpus Christi, Texas. I heard him speak. His name is Bill Cornelius. He's got a wonderful ministry and he, and he, he told his congregation, he said, uh, he said, uh, I'm going to commit to praying for one hour every day. And uh, he says, but I just want you to commit to praying for 10 minutes, but I'm the pastor. I'm going to commit to praying for an hour. And he said, uh, first day he was praying, he says, uh, Lord, you know, just want to be with these people. He was going through his list. And he says, I look down at my watch and he goes, I've been praying for eight minutes. And he goes, Oh my, I've got 52 more minutes to go. And he says, I start praying for the trees. And then he said, I start praying for this is a nice desk. And I appreciate you giving me this desk. And he goes, You know, I just running out of things to pray for. And he says, and He said, Lord, I, I just don't know what to pray for. Me. And he goes, and as clear as a bell, I heard the Lord say, well, if you'll just shut up and let me talk for a little bit. And I think wow. that, that that one's always stuck with me because whether it's me talking and I talk over people and too much and everything else, you know, I don't listen well. I've got all of my wife lets me know that often, but, I, you know, I, I have all these traits that I don't do well, but sometimes it's just slowing down and listening to the guy sitting next to you on the airplane, you know, may, he may have a great story to tell. Uh, or it's the person you run into at the grocery store. Give them five minutes of your time, and and I think you're right. It's just becoming more aware of what's around us and taking note of, and that, that can make a and that can make an impact as well on that person or or others too.
2: It happened at. A couple of weeks ago, I went to the dog park and I'm still on schedule with everything, meaning, you know, take Cora for a walk, uh, 45 minutes, uh, come back and have the (laughs) podcast at this time, sit in on this. I mean, my, you know, that's the way I I roll. And I went to, I'd already walked her and I was just stepping into this gated off dog area. It was not about me spending another uh, 40, 50 minutes. That wasn't what the schedule was. And there was a young man there about 42 years of age. The reason I know he's 42, he told me, but he was just lamenting about life and how he wasn't where he needed to be. And I just was quiet and listened and didn't give any advice, walked back to the house and those items that I had on my list that were like to do for this or that, they just got moved to later in the day, but. I don't have a lot of skills, but I, what I do have is that um, I have a sense of presence and confidence because it's hard earned, you know, after this many years and people are drawn to tell you. And so my job is to listen.
1: Yeah. Pe- people recognize people. They feel comfortable. You mentioned the word trust. They, they, they recognize people around them. They trust and they're willing to share a story with, and that that young man recognized you that uh, you had a story to tell, or he had a, a story to tell. And you he would had a story them. he
2: needed to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And I had no yeah. agenda. in our In our business, I'm so tired of anybody that's got a, an agenda. I just want people to be honest and truthful, and and loving, and caring, and kind. And I don't think we miss out. I think we get more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. the the world and this business is full of agendas and sometimes you just can we just have a conversation I don't we don't have to get anything out of this so uh well Janice you've been fantastic to have on here really it's interesting I mean now I learned some things about you that I I'm gonna have to figure out how I can be part of IJM that's really cool that's some neat stuff going on okay a couple quick things I've got three questions for you I made uh, these are customized for Janice Hurley okay okay your bucket list, where is your bucket list to travel to? One place that you want to travel to.
2: I'd love to go back to Norway. My parents are from Norway. I've been there once. I would like to go again.
1: Oh, very cool. I'd love to go to, I've got a, my daughter has a friend that went to like two years old. He was a the Euro pilot program and they were from Oslo area. And so she's oh, always yeah. said, I want to go, her name was Emma. I always want to go see her. So yeah, we. that's a good place to go. Um,
2: tell me the last movie you watched and was it any good oh gosh yes so i am um, movies to me are what's on the screen and i am watching um about the vet the vet in england um that's from the the there used to be a, a famous vet that that treated all animals, small and big and whatever. And so uh, the Yorkshire uh, vet is what I'm watching right now okay. because he's really nice to all the animals. So I'm good for that. Well,
1: I was going to say Doctor Doolittle. I think that's the last. Uh, <laughs> no, <to watch. laughs> no, nothing animated.
2: I'm a bad mom. I've never taken my kids to an animated movie. So. Well,
1: I'll I'll remember to watch the Yorkshire. And the last one. And this is the one I want you to think for a second. Oh no. Male or female? What was the biggest? fail fail f-a-i-l you saw in an outfit somebody had on
2: oh sure 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 it's always women in those stretch workout pants that if they were really high quality workout pants it wouldn't be too bad but they're it's probably not and so it's got a bright colored large pattern on it and then the size eight has now been stretched to a two X <laughs> and in an airport, watching the lady bend over and being able to read the color of what little was under there and the bits, you know, so yeah, that was, and it's almost always the worst in airports, um, because none of us actually look behind us to see what we look like from behind. So, yeah.
1: That is Sorry, I didn't great. take
2: longer to think about it, but I still have the visual. That's not very nice. I'd almost gotten rid of that. I still have the visual
1: on that. And I was going to say those kind of visuals just uh, pop up, and I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. There are plenty of people that can wear a nice pair of uh, Lululemon leggings, and they look just fine. And then there's some that probably they they would be okay, but they forgot to buy their size. So yeah, yeah I, I, I yeah. Would tend to agree with that as well. So
2: stretch to the max.
1: Well, you have been a joy. Uh, keep you. on posting stuff, especially about Cora. She, she uh, actually <laughs> keeps, keeps, um, uh, she was laying on the, getting ready for company when you said she was dusting. Yeah. She was laying yeah, on the floor. Yeah,
2: she, she didn't feel any pressure at all. And then once <laughs> they came, you had all the energy in the world just the whole time. I'm like, where were you when we were kind of getting ready? So <laughs> she's doing the same thing right now, just laying right down here.
1: So. Just ready for you to go for the next walk. Yes. Well, Janice, thank you. We enjoyed it. Uh, We wish you the best of luck and everything you're doing, and just keep on enjoying those grandkids and your daughter as well.
2: Thank you, and we're happy and proud to be in the amazing dental industry that we're in. That often gives back in many different forms, don't they?
1: Absolutely. I'm I'm now. Gosh, I hate to say it. Sometimes I'm I'm over 30 years now, 35 in it, and uh, so. I've been in all different phases and enjoyed. it. It's fed my family and 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 been a blessing and led me to a business in Africa, which I never would have imagined and uh, that I'd ever go to Africa, but it's definitely been a blessing. And I know you've been a big part of the, that as well. So, so again, thank you. And thanks again for joining us. And uh, don't forget, you can too make an impact on the world. Have a
0: super day. This episode was brought to you by Support DDS. Sign up today for no contract services on supportdds.com.